Hello, hello. Welcome to Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. My husband is coming home today from being gone for like three weeks. So he told me he's driving. He has about 12 more hours to go, I believe, unless he needs to rest or something. But I'm so excited. I'm ready for him. Good, good. I'm glad. That's good news. Thanks. Me too. Good. Yeah. What about you? Anything exciting going on? Um, Two of our sheep are getting ready to deliver any minute. (gasps) Yay. And I feel so sad for them because it's like supposed to be the hottest day of the year oh today <laughs> in September. And oh that's my not gosh. cool. So yeah, poor things. <laughs> that's not cool at all. How hot's it supposed to be? Yeah. Uh like 114, I think. Huh. I know. Oh I feel so bad for them. Seriously. I'm like, I f- it's not cool at all. No. Oh well, that's yeah. Bad. But hopefully all is good and we have cute baby lamb soon. So, Oh my gosh, that would be adorable. Um, I was kind of laughing because you and I are both kind of scrambling to get on here and do our stuff. And I was like (laughs) hurrying. My 11-year-old had made me a grilled cheese real quick for lunch because it's noon here. And I was like, oh, hold on. I have to eat my sandwich, whatever. And then when we're like, what's our topic today? We're like, oh, time management. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yes, let's figure out how to manage our time really well. (laughs) But, dude, there's so much to do. Like, when you're a homeschool mom, I mean, when you're a mom, when you're a person, there's a lot to do. When you're a mom, there's a lot to do, whether you work outside the home or you don't work outside the home or whatever. And when you're a homeschool mom, whether you work outside the home or not, like, there's so much to do. Just, like, being a parent is a million things. And then add on homeschooling, like, it's a lot more. So, today we're talking about some tips for how we can manage our time, how we can make all of that work and be incorporated into our lives and into our schooling and into our teaching of our children. Um, so what about you? How can you get it all done, Beth? Um, okay. So there's a lot of days that you don't get it all done, but that's okay. Yep. It's just totally fine. It's really not a race or anything. So, um, but yeah, for me, like throughout the years, I've I think that what has worked best is when I figure out how to um, kind of pile up what I'm doing as part of our day. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I guess that doesn't make sense what I just said, but, it but I mean, like, me. like, you know, like when the kids are doing um, uh, schoolwork, sit down schoolwork, that's when I'll fold laundry by them or, or, you yeah. know, like different things like that. Or, um, library day is also the pick up the groceries day, you know, it, it, you know, so you go out and you're, you're trying to stack up your, your, um, your day in a way that, um, you can do multiple things with each thing. And it, I don't know, I am not yeah. articulate today and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but like there's this work on it. <laughs> oh yes. It's so hot today, but, um, <laughs> there's a book that is helpful. There's two sources that I found resources that I found really helpful. Um, Atomic Habits is a book that I listened to on Audible and Mm -hmm. it's all about that, about how to stack up your things in the day so that you can become more efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, and it totally can apply to homeschooling. Um, and because you're, you're, it's a family, it's a, it's a team thing. And it's not like here's homeschooling time. Here's family time. Here's time for me to do my chores. It's right all together. And so having the kids chip in on chores and having a really big part of that, all of it just is, you know, what I think is just like, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. In our family, our motto is like, we're a family and in a family, everybody helps. And like, that's from the time my kids are little. So it's not like, I'm going to wait until they're, you know, 12 years old and then each of them is going to learn a chore. Like, how would you survive their young, their young, I was going to say their young hood. <laughs> Apparently I'm not articulate today <laughs> either. How would you survive, you know, like childhood if like your kids are just running around making messes and they're not responsible for helping in any way or for cleaning up after themselves or for helping with family stuff? Like I would die. I mean, I might probably yeah. not literally die, but I might feel like I would want to die sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah, and that that's would be like hard. Yeah, 
And like all of those things where you're working with your kids to help in the house, it's all not, it's just, it's life skills mm-hmm. also like, but, um, and sometimes it's really tempting to be like, oh, I could do it faster, but training, taking that time, putting that time in while they're little yeah. to teach them how to do it. Like in no time, they'll be like knowing how to do it. Kids are way more capable than I think our culture thinks they are, but yeah, kids are awesome. Yeah, so. for sure. And like, if you look at some other cultures where kids, or obviously if we look in the not too distant past here, kids were given a lot of responsibility. I mean, they were handling households and taking care of small children and, you know, working in the farms and working in, you know, like a bakery or whatever from the time they're super tiny, like working in factories, whatever. And our kids were like, well, you know, you don't have to get out of bed and help with the chore or whatever. Like, no, our kids are totally capable. I agree. Like that's a yeah. good, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Yeah. When our kids are super little, we're super little, um, like literally from the time they were toddlers, like, we always had a thing where it was like, and, and we still continue it today, that you clear your area. Like you eat your food, you clear up your area, and you put away some of the leftovers or part of the meal or whatever. Like that hasn't changed. Doesn't matter how old they are, they, they're they not going to walk away and leave their dishes on the table. Or, you know, very rarely they will, I shall say. Um, you know, they know to help clear up the meal after we're done. They know to help put stuff away. Um, but it's all because we started when they were so tiny. And like the other part of that too, of starting when your kids are little or, you know, like even as toddlers, like if I got busy in the kitchen and I had two toddlers, like what could my kids be off doing during that time? Like if I was standing there cooking for an hour, my kids could be like destroying something, you know, making a huge mess of something, whatever that I would be like, oh my gosh. But instead having them engaged in what I was doing and teaching them during that time, like even if they're just washing, you know, potatoes for a really long time or, you know, whatever they're doing, cutting up a banana for a fruit salad, whatever, with a plastic knife, like all of those things that they can learn from such a, such a young age. And like, I have pictures of when my older kids were like maybe 10 and eight, and then my little one was like two and the older kids made something like 10 loaves of banana bread on their own with my two-year-old standing up on a, um, not on a shelf, on a stool at the kitchen counter. And like, I was laughing because when I read the caption of the photo, it's like, oh, the two big kids made these banana breads all by themselves, which by 10 and eight, they were quite capable of doing. Um, But then my two-year-old, I'm like, all she did to help was, and you see she has a bowl and she has like a spoon and then she has like a cheese stick in there and a carrot and some water and whatever. And she was just in there thinking she was helping the whole time. And she wasn't like off destroying something or making a giant mess or, you know, whatever. I think it makes a huge difference in having our kids involved, even from those young ages and being, you know, like you said, they're capable of doing so much that we need to give them credit for doing that and give them the opportunity. And like, you know, tell them, I know you can be successful in that and help them, you know, be alongside them so they can do that. Yeah. Okay. So you were talking about, um, like running errands and stuff. I have not read that book or listened to it on Audible, but I want to, but we, we do that too. I try to combine everything, you know, into one outing because otherwise like, no, who wants to run er- errands like a hundred different days in a row? That would be so annoying. Yeah. And one of my things too, if they if, if you have little kids that are, um, what I was, was doing when they were little, littler, I would, when we go to the library, we'd always carry this, we had this giant bag on wheels that we would take mm-hmm. to the library and just load that thing up. And we'd, I, then we'd go in the car and then I'd run all these errands with them with stacks yes. of books. And it was like the most, they were in heaven reading all their books and I'd have some snacks ready for them yeah. and they could go for a long time while I was running my errands and they're happy as to be that's just a like a little pro tip for yeah <laughs> for, for sure some, for, for some of you because it was like if you can do things like that that have like it's educational it's entertaining mm-hmm. for them yep all that and you can still get you can be functional and still get yeah. things done and so yeah things like library books or cds and audio books or oh, like yeah. erasable um workbooks that have like the 
I don't know, we had some sort of pins that would only write on certain things. So I didn't have to worry that they were going to end up somewhere, you know, on the fabric of the car or whatever. But totally like that kind of stuff. Like, well, and like, you know, for me, I had two kids who were, say, eight and 10 and, uh, well, maybe eight and six and then, you know, a brand new baby. And so for me, like, you know, babies, they're a little bit trickier to have out sometimes. But I just, you know, had a sling and I would be literally like baby in a sling in Costco. She's totally covered up. I'm nursing, pushing my Costco cart, two kids, you know, I'm like, it's it's totally doable to be like, okay, if I combine this all into one big errand, as long as I bring food and things for kids to, you know, stay busy, like we could totally like do all of the errands in one big route. That's so helpful. Let's take a quick break. A family of blue people from the bright yellow planet take a fantabulous summer vacation trip all over the universe. Young Haeon gets kidnapped by giant rats, and the whole family almost gets danced to death in outer space, but they still manage to go to intergalactic beaches, county fairs, nightclubs, motels, and they go shopping. On the podcast, I'll read from my middle-grade novel version, and I'll play songs from the album. So come here, Space Vacation, the musical. And remember, the universe is like a song. The sponsor of today's podcast is actually me, Beth, the co-host of Peaceful Homeschool Podcast and the author of the book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe. It's a book to help you learn how to homeschool without losing your mind. It's currently available on Amazon and soon will be available on Audible if you prefer to listen to books. You can find the link to the book in the show notes or on homeschoolvibe.com. While you are there, you can sign up to receive the free printable weekly homeschool tracker. Thank you for supporting the Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we talked a little bit about chores. Um, now that you have older kids, are you do you see the benefit of having taught your kids to do chores and to pitch in and stuff all those years ago? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like my son doesn't like to cook, but he can he can make enough food for himself to survive. Yeah. <laughs> and um and, um, and my, my, my daughter's like a little chef in the kitchen and stuff like yeah. that. And, um, and it's really, it's just so awesome when, um, like if we have people over for dinner or something like that, I can, I, she is just my right hand. Like she's mm-hmm. amazing and, um, she enjoys it and she's cheerful and she's just like, I can just say like, Hey, you need to go handle this and this. And she just does it. And yeah, it's so awesome. And my son's that way in lots of other ways, just cooking yeah. is just not his thing, but yes. it has been really awesome. They're both like hard workers at any job they've had. They've both been like praised heavily and they've both been told they're some of the hardest workers that, um, that the employers have had. And it's, it's just really neat to, yeah. that, that they've experienced that and been able to, um, it ha- help them be better grownups and, 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 and and almost grown up. I'm not going to acknowledge that right. she's really, really I know. darn close to mine too. I'm like <laughs> a couple official. more months. She will turn 18. Yeah. You've got a few more months after that and yours will be 18. It's like, oh my gosh. No. <laughs> um, but I remember your daughter, like, I don't know, one evening long after we'd had dinner and she's like, oh, who wants avocado toast? And she's like making avocado toast for the adults <laughs> with like egg and all this stuff. I'm like, what? I've never even had avocado toast. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think too, like learning those life skills, there's obviously tons of life skills that come along with learning chores and, you know, indoor chores, outdoor chores, farm chores, um, cooking, so many things that like you're going to be a better human and a better adult and a better spouse. So do you choose, choose to get married? Like all of those things that like start, you know, at such a young age and that we can instill in our kids who become our adults. Um, yeah, I think it's super important. I think the life skills part is super important. And, you know, when you're first starting out, you're not really looking ahead to like when our kids 
turn eight, turned 18 or are turning 18, whatever, but that's really what you're preparing for. Like all of this, all of this homeschooling is preparing them to become adults and to, you know, go their own way in some way. And I don't know, I think it's super yeah. important. Yeah, it is. I agree. And one thing that um, I, can't, I always get it wrong, but I think I believe it was a Har- Harvard um, uh, admissions counselor. I, I, I'm I, something like that. I can provide the link in the show notes to mm. her um, talk about it, but um, I can't remember her name either. But um, anyway, she, she actually talked about that. These kids are going to Harvard, making it in, and they don't know how to do their own laundry. They don't know how to prepare food in any way. Um, they don't know how to like pay a bill. They don't, they just, they, everything has been done for them so they can make it to Harvard. And, and, um, and the, the problem with is that these kids end up like so stressed out, they'll quit and go back to a community college or or different things like that because they were not prepared for life. And so something that we have to remember is that what are we really preparing our kids for? Like what you just said is like, we're, we're preparing them for their, to be good adults and be good parents yeah. someday. I mean, like, do yeah. you, I, I, cause I'm guilty, very guilty at times of, of like, you know, like wanting to do things. I want to do things for my kids. I like doing things for yeah. my kids. And so, um, I've had to step back and say, no, this is an important thing for them to learn. And I have to step back and it doesn't mean that I don't love them. It means I, I love them. It means yeah. I love them because I want them to be happy adults and I want them to be good yes. parents someday and functional and all of that stuff. And, and it can be hard sometimes to get out of that mindset of, oh, but I love them and I want to do this for them. But right. really, really, yeah. it might not be the best thing for them. Yeah, for sure. And it's almost like, you know, we're handicapping them if we're not teaching them those things, because who wants to go off to college and not be able to do your own laundry or know how to clean, you know, your own room or your bathroom or whatever you're responsible for not be able to cook your own food like dude yeah, and car if, maintenance car maintenance of just like oh you yes. know even just to pay attention of when you should get an oil change and if, if you right. if you don't know how to change your own oil but yeah we just had to you know <laughs> go through that life lesson yeah. because uh i i wasn't paying attention to the car that she was driving and oh, no. yeah it was yeah. all the way out of oil so, oh no that's not good. <laughs> so I drove it and I was like, why is there a life? <laughs> oh my but gosh. Anyway, now, now we've had a life lesson That's good. about Carmen's. Yes. So anyway, things like that, like stuff, yes. because if they are off like a, a couple States away and they mm-hmm. don't, if you're not there to notice those things and stuff yeah. like that, there's a lot, there's a lot for them to learn. There but is. If we focus so much on algebra that we miss helping them like learn how to be a grown up. then. Right. Yeah. Right. How successful are they way really? Way more reality than using algebra. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, now that I have, you know, my kids will be turning 18 and 20 soon. Uh, my two older kids, like, you know, they do the lawns, they do their own laundry, they clean their own bathrooms, they cook, they bake, they do car maintenance. Like my son, you know, we lived without my husband for uh, like almost any, a year this year. And, um, which was crazy, but, um, I was like, oh my gosh, my headlights are out. Can you change this? Oh my gosh, my brakes. Oh, your brakes are out. Oh, whatever. And my son was like able to do all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful that we put in all of this time and effort because living without my husband halfway across the country in a new climate, in a new area, you know, mostly on our own was like, scary enough in in itself but then to do it and you know be like oh my gosh like what happens when all of these things arise and watching my kids step up and be grown-ups and like you said like you know when my kids can just be like oh this needs to be done in the kitchen hold on i'll just do it like right now we were we ran home from running errands and um I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go do the podcast and my my 11 year old was like i said you know if you if you're going to make lunch you should do that now because it'll probably be loud in the kitchen. And um, my 11 year old was like, well, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, could I just make you a grilled cheese real quick? So she like quickly just, you know, made me a yummy grilled cheese and ran it down to me. And I'm like, dude, I love having kids that can just like do all of these awesome things and 
go into jobs and into volunteer work and just be amazing. And like you said, be like, you know, oh, yeah, these kids are super hard workers and let them move up the ranks quickly. I'm like, it's so cool. It's so awesome. And it's so like it feels it. It doesn't feel my heart. It fills my heart to be like, these are young adults who can survive in the world and they can thrive in the world because they're not going to be floundering, not knowing how to do anything. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, food because like stuff that you have to do. So imagine if you're, you know, have the luxury of being a stay at home homeschool mom, um, you still have so much to do and you may have multiple kids, you know, you may have one kid, whatever. There's still so much to do. Like, you know, trying to cook health, healthy meals, chores, errands, appointments, all of the social socialization, there was air quotes there, um, you know, classes or activities that your kids have. And maybe you work outside the home or you work from home also, like seriously trying to get all of that stuff done and homeschool your kids and, you know, have them be successful and whatever. Um, like food is such a big part of that because like we eat three times a day or more. It's like giant. It's like such a huge topic. Um, so I just wanted to share like some of our experiences and then hopefully Beth, you can jump into um, like we don't eat meals out very often, you know, just to save money and because it's better for us. And, you know, we kind of feel gross. Some of us don't eat meat, you know, whatever. Um, so we cook a lot in our house, but I also and I enjoy cooking and I enjoy baking. My kids enjoy cooking and baking, but I also don't want to spend hours and hours every day standing in front of the stove or oven or whatever like cooking every single day like maybe i'm just lazy but i don't want to do that um so instead i try to cook large batches of foods and then freeze them so like if i'm cooking say i'm gonna make enchiladas which my kids all help with they all have their own station whether they're um doing tortillas or you know the sauce or putting in you know the ingredients whatever rolling whatever it is um but like I make one for that day, which is enough to also have leftovers. So that's, I usually do like a pan and a half for our, for our main first day. And then I do an entire another pan or two to go in the freezer. And like, you can take that out and have an entire whole dinner with leftovers for another day out of that one meal that I made. Like, I don't know, cooking once and eating like three or four times is like amazing to me like yeah i don't want to cook three or four times when i can cook one time and still have good healthy delicious meals like you know whatever it is like there's so many things that we make in huge batches and sometimes i'll do it like on a sunday or on a saturday or whatever where i'll be like oh i'm gonna saute up a bunch of veggies and now i'm gonna turn that into chili over here and soup over here and spaghetti sauce over here and then i have stuff already prepped for the week I'm like, dude, if I could do that in one day and have my kids pitching in, have my husband pitching in, you know, and then we have delicious, yummy home-cooked meals for during the week and some of each of those in the freezer for another week, like it makes the super busy days where I don't have time to be cooking, you know, we're out on an activity or something and I'm like, oh, it's okay. In the morning, I'll just pull out or the night before I'll pull out, you know, spaghetti sauce or I'll pull out a big thing of chili or whatever it is. And it just makes life so much easier. And even living on our own without my husband, still, I'm like, you know, even though he's a big eater in our family because him and my son are the big eaters, it's like having all of that stuff prepped and ready and already in the freezer just makes my whole life so much easier and, you know, so much less stressful and more peaceful. And I don't know, what are your tips for cooking? Let's take a quick break. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. 
Um, for us, I'm not as amazing as you are at like the making freezer meals. No, you're really good at it. And I'm just, I've tried it several different times in my life and tried to make a bunch and it's just, it's just not my thing, but I admire your amazingness (laughs) because it is really cool. Like, but something for us, cause we cook, um, we, we rarely eat out. Also, we, Mm -hmm. we eat almost all of our meals. We eat all of our meals at home and, um, and uh, with our food allergies and all the stuff we have going on, it's just makes life easier. And I have better food at home than I can get at a restaurant because of my yeah. weird allergies. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, I like to have quick, um, things on hand to make things quick. Like we'll do things like, um, we call it Irish bake, but it's just like cut up like chicken and apple sausage with ca- a cabbage and like potatoes. And it's just like, sheet pan dinners. If you like look up mm-hmm. those on Pinterest, um, a lot of them are so fast and it's all on one sheet pan. Um, and then we use our instant pot a lot. Um, we've really don't use our crock pot anymore at all. We use the instant pot for pretty much everything yeah. now. And, um, just like things like that, that are quick and easy. And um, we do like, we like meat in our family. So we're, um, like just having like the different, like uh, things like either like chops or, um, steak or, uh, those are like such fast dinner. They cook so fast. Like, and so if you have that and like some frozen veggies or salad kit or, or rice on the side or baked potatoes, like it's just, you can make really fast dinners that are very good and filling and healthy, um, quickly. It's just, I think having the, the thought, um, have the fridge prepared for it, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to have a bunch of quick meals. Um, I actually have a chapter of this in my book of like some quick meal ideas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, th- there's a little bit um, in there of like tips for that kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah. You have your German pan- pancake recipe in there, don't oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Breakfast for dinner is amazing, you guys. I love breakfast <laughs> for dinner. And there's a the German pancakes recipe is really good because it's actually high protein. Mm-hmm. Um even though there's some sweetness involved because it's so good. Um, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, there's, 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 a stuff like that in there, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think for just whatever works for you, if you uh, like making the freezer meals or having, I think that's super smart. I don't know why I am not capable of that for whatever reason I don't know why but I am with Emma on like when I make like a chili or jambalaya or something I make a huge batch of it because it'll get eaten for days um and sent off with lunches and thermoses or whatever it's yeah um but yeah but just just like having quick but healthy foods there's there's a lot of options yeah well and I seriously I'm always like I'm lazy for doing it the way I do it because I don't want to cook like every single day or feel like, oh my gosh, I have to think about dinner or whatever. It's like already having all of that that's already prepped that I could literally just pull out the night before. So if, you know, if, if on, I think about like, usually at the beginning of the week, I think like, okay, what are we going to eat this week? Or on Sunday, I'll think, what are we going to eat this week? And I'll come up with like three or four options. And then I'll just be like, oh, throughout the week, pulling one out of the freezer or whatever. Like if I already have spaghetti sauce made, and all I have to do is like, you know, it's already defrosted now in the fridge from the night before. And all I have to do is like heat up pasta and go get some veggies or salad to go along with it. Like so easy, but we do like, um, and I love it because my kids will help too. And my, my family will all eat meatloaf, which I, of course I don't eat, but um, like I do the tiny little meatloafs. You can't see my hands, but they're making tiny little meatloafs, like a, um, a mini loaf pan. Um, mm-hmm. I do those and then I freeze them uncooked. Like right now I probably have like seven of them in my freezer, but it's so cool because I could pull out like two or three for a night, you know, the night before. And then I just pop them into my toaster oven and cook them. So I don't even have to turn on the actual oven. Um, That's cool. And then I'm just like, you know, quickly throw some potatoes in the Instapot. It's like so simple and easy. And I, you know, always have lots of veggies on hand and it just makes dinner like easy for us because I'm lazy. That must be why, because honestly, like I do not want to cook every single day, but like meatloaf, like barbecue beef, my crew likes to make barbecue beef sandwiches. So like if I do a giant batch in the um, crock pot, then like portion it out and be like, okay, here's one whole thing that will serve everybody for dinner and leftovers. 
you know, a whole big thing can make like three other meals that I can pull out three other times. Enchiladas, lasagna, we always have taco meat. Like I buy big things of meat and I just make up giant batch or I make a giant batch of taco meat and then like portion it out because tacos and burritos, like those get eaten in our house every single week, a couple times a week, lunch or, or dinner or something. People want to make tacos or burritos or, you know, taco salad or whatever. It's like I always have those on hand. Um, but it's like, even if okay. I just pull a few things out of the freezer, that already covers, you know, probably three of my nights for dinner that week. And it's all yeah, healthy and so homemade, cool. you know, yeah, healthy that's awesome. Um, um, I what? have a question about your skills. Um, did, um, I remember a long time ago, there was a family member that was dealing with some issues and you made a bunch of breakfast sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered how you did that and how they lasted and how you heated them up without the bread part getting gross and like how you, how that, how do they work, Emma? I want to know. <laughs> I've, I've done I like the muffins. Cool I think idea. I know, I know who you're talking about. And I think that we did the, um, I think I did the muffin ones, which are like a, um, kind of like an egg McMuffin or whatever, like a piece okay. of Canadian bacon and then like an egg. Those eggs, when I do them that way, I do them in like a um, muffin tin okay. and and cook them in the oven. And so then you can heat it however you choose. You can deconstruct it and be like, I'm going to pop this in the toaster, you know, pop the English muffin part in the toaster oven or not the toaster oven, the toaster. You can put the whole thing in the microwave. You can, you know, heat each part separately. I don't eat them, but my boys do. And um I mean, they'll do it different ways. If they want it extra crispy, they'll pop the part in the toaster. But like those ones we do, I like we do breakfast burritos a lot. Like um, I make like a vegetarian one and then I also make like meat one and we have those in our freezer often. And same thing, you can heat them just in the microwave if like my husband's taking them to work. Um, or What do you like, wrap them in? I, we wrap <laughs> them in, in cellophane, like in saran wrap. Okay, okay. But that's what I do is I wrap each one individually so people can just take out exactly what it is. And I always use a Sharpie and label what it is, especially because we have meat and veggie eaters here. And I don't want to like accidentally get one that like has meat in it uh, and they don't want to get one without meat. Um, But like I like all of those right now, I have, um, you know, a bunch of breakfast burritos and just each one's wrapped individually, super tight. And then they take them out or we take them out and um just pop one in the microwave. And then I like to stick them in the toaster oven. So they're like crispy on the outside. You could also like throw them in your, you know, skillet and kind of toast them up, whatever. Or you could just put them in the microwave and eat it that way. But like we have those, um, like breakfast stuff is so easy to do ahead of time too. And like having something filling, like I like it, you know, my husband can take it to work and eat it on the way or whatever. Um, but also like when people, you know, need a little bit of extra support. Like my sister who has cancer right now, like yesterday, I just dropped off to her some breakfast burritos because she's like lacking in protein right now. So I did breakfast burritos um, and then like um, a breakfast casserole and I just cut them up into little squares after they were cooled. And then I wrapped them in saran wrap individually and just noted if it was like a meat one or veggie only or meat and veggie or veggie only. Um, And then also like uh, protein cookies, like breakfast protein cookies. I made some of those yesterday and I, the kids were like, oh my gosh, these are so delicious. So I made, uh, ended up making a couple of batches. Um, but then I just put them in the freezer for us. And then I took them to my sister and there's no sugar in them, you know, whatever. They're just literally like oats and applesauce and ripe bananas and a little bit of vanilla and some cinnamon. And then some of ours have peanut butter. Some of them don't have peanut butter. Um, you know, chopped nuts, however you want to do that. I've, some people add protein powder to it, whatever you want to do. But it's like having those on hand and in the freezer. And if you just need like a quick, you know, like I'm running out the door kind of thing. My yeah. my 11-year-old was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Because I can like grab a couple of those and and I'm not adding sugar to them. Um, She's like, I could grab a couple of those as we run out to church on Sunday morning because she has to go an hour early for... um being in the band and she doesn't want anything with sugar that's going to like make her voice be weird or whatever, but still has some protein. So like stuff like that is so easy to do and just have already in the freezer. Yeah. And again, so much I healthier than like yes. frozen things you buy from the store. So much yes. healthier. 
Yeah. Cause it's real. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's real food. Yeah. I know what's in it. I know what, you know, where it came from, all that. And like, even stuff like that, like having teenagers, you know, is kind of different as far as food because sometimes they want to eat all the time. Like little kids want to eat all the time, but it's like, okay, here's your meal. Here's your snacks, whatever. Teenagers are like, it's 24 hours a day. I would like food and, you know, and even the young adults. And so like, you know, instead of like frozen burritos or something, I do the, um, the same as the breakfast burritos. I do like my daughter loves like a rice and bean and cheese burrito, or I can do for the boys, you know, bean and meat and cheese burritos. And then they just warm it in the microwave. And then they, they sometimes like to put it in the um, cast iron skillet and grill it up, but they just add salsa to it or whatever. And it's super delish. And I'm like, okay, I know you had something that was, you know, pretty healthy. It's not, there's no preservatives in it. There's nothing bad in it. And I just saran wrap them up and I just have them all in a bag in the freezer and they know they can go and grab something out of there anytime they need it. And so much cheaper than the store ones. Well, depending on which store ones you buy, if you buy like the healthier versions at the store, they're really expensive, especially now. Yeah. Um, So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But well, and that's a good thing. Oh, I was going to say, that's the good thing too, is that they can be so super healthy. Like even for the breakfast burritos, um, I saute up a bunch of veggies and then like put it in there. So like for the bo- the one that the boys eat, um, it's like, you know, onions and bell peppers and red peppers and like, okay, what else do you guys want me to put in there this week? Like maybe I'll put mushrooms in them. Maybe I'll put whatever. And then like eggs and cheese and whatever meats they want, if they want like a bacon or a sausage or whatever and like wrap it up and they can have that. And like, think about that compared to like you stopped at, you know, wherever has breakfast fast food or something because you were in a hurry to something like eating that is, it's so much better. Like anyway, but there's like other stuff too that I keep in my freezer because Again, I'll just say I'm lazy. (laughs) I don't want to cook all the stuff. Um, But like I always like I like to buy stuff when it's on sale or like from farmer's market or like where I live now from the the Amish um, like produce auction. Like people are always like getting rid of their produce here, um, you know, or selling it in the neighborhood or whatever. And so like I'll take all that stuff and just be like, oh, my gosh, look at all these tons of bell peppers. And then I just like rough chop them into like bigger pieces and I just put them in a big freezer bag. And then I'll be like, oh, I want to make fajitas. Some of them I even like pre-season with like oil and like I'm just do like a homemade fajita seasoning and like already have it seasoned, marinated like onions and bell peppers in a bag. And then if I want to make fajitas, literally I just like pull some chicken out of the freezer and like saute it up together and like fajitas done and it's all homemade and fresh and yummy and like I always have chopped onions anything that I can like pre-chop in one time like I don't want to chop bell peppers like three days a week or onions three days a week like having it all done and already in the freezer is just so that's really smart yeah that's super smart I'm telling you, part of it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yesterday, because I was trying to make the stuff for my sister. So I was like, oh, since I'm doing this, like, I already have this other stuff. I mean, quiche is another one super easy. Like, my family loves to eat quiche. And so we do veggie quiche and meat quiche. But, like, cutting them up into, like, shapes like pie and then saran wrapping them and having them in the freezer, it's, like, so easy to pull out to have, like, a quick, healthy breakfast. Um, like, just individual portions and like stuff like that stuff like um the breakfast burritos yesterday i did overnight oats um like chia pudding the protein cookies like all of these things that it's like now like literally my kids could walk to the freezer this morning or the fridge and be like oh here's like five homemade options that i could eat for breakfast that are you know good healthy filling options that i put in a bunch of stuff and don't have to add a bunch of sugar or garbage to yeah and like I was just thinking of back in the park day days and stuff like that, like for lunches and stuff, we always had our lunch supplies that everybody could go throw stuff in the cooler from, mm-hmm. you know, and be ready for park days. Having that stuff on hand, just ready to go is really nice too. Um, yeah. just because otherwise you'll end up like I did on several days and um, where you end up having to go to the store first or going, you know, to drive through, which is not awesome. And, um, yeah. 
And it just, if you, the more prepared you are in the beginning of the week, the easier your life is later. And yeah. the kids eating healthier, it, it affects their mood. For sure. Um, it really truly does. Um, I've seen it so many times. So um, avoiding the drive through is good for your sanity. Yeah. <laughs> There are times when you're just like, okay, this is like, everything's crazy in my life. I got to hit the drive-thru. So yeah, I get it. I yeah, do it too, but, sure. yeah. but you know, but overall you just want to keep that out of the habits. Cause it'll, yeah. it'll help everybody feel good. Well, and you mentioned like, you don't use your crock pot too much anymore. And I don't either because of the instant pot, because I could be like, oh, if I already have freezer stuff ready, I could just throw something in the instant pot real quick or the rice cooker or, you know, the veggie steamer or whatever. But, um, like, remember at park days when our kids were little, and Instapots were not around yet. Um, like we would all be talking about like, you know, oh, like what are you going to, you know, throw in the Instapot before you go, like, or not Instapot, in the crock pot. And people would have like already their stuff in the crock pot before they went yeah. to park day. Because then you like, then you get to go and just like spend your time out with your kids and enjoying. And you're not like, okay, now I have to rush home because I don't have anything yeah, for dinner or whatever. Worst. <laughs> it would be so, yeah, yeah, it would be so stressful on those days. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't pre-do anything for dinner. Now I have to like hurry and be ready and it's going to get super late and whatever. Like it's super helpful to like do that stuff ahead of time. Yeah. It is really nice when dinner's ready before you leave for the day. It is an awesome feeling. Yes. <laughs> for like, sure. Oh. I know. Um, what else? So we're talking about all time management stuff. I swear... <laughs> meals are such a big part of the time management part yeah and I loved how you said like you know your kids could just like grab out the stuff like having stuff ready I think that's super important too is that if what we have available to our kids are a bunch of healthy choices that are already ready you know they don't have to be ready all the way but at least have all the ingredients right there that they can just quickly grab and you know take something that's healthy that they're choosing out of these healthy choices like it makes a difference for sure in their day in your day and how you know people behave like it's it's super smart and to have your kids learn at a young age like you know to make healthy choices for their lunches or whatever again things that we're teaching them for their whole life for adulthood for parenthood whatever um are we I have a question. talking about okay i was gonna say what about chores do you think that chores should only fall to the mom or do you think they should only no. fall to the parents or only to the kids? What What's your take on chores, regular chores? Chores are a team, family team event thing. <laughs> um, and the way we've done our chores, like I kind of made up this little system and it I love works your system. really well. It, it works really, really well. Like, so um, each kid... Like I put up like a bunch of chores on these little magnets, um, just like one chore that it should be like a five minute chore. And that's something that is really important to teach kids is that chores are really fast. Most mm -hmm. of the time, like emptying the dishwasher, if you time it, it's usually less than four minutes to empty that dishwasher <laughs> and like things like that, like, um, like, you know, wiping off the kitchen counters, as long as it's not crazy in there, it can be less than five minutes. So yeah. if you really, and I took me a long time for myself to get that. And once I started realizing it's only a four minute job, it's only three right. minutes, like just do it. Like it helps your mindset so much. So anyway, so I explained to the kids, these are all five minute chores. You can pick if you want to do the, like sit, you have to pick six off of the fridge and I put all the magnets on there and you can pick any, um, six that you want only like if your sibling gets it first, they get, you don't get that one, you right. know? So they'd kind of compete sometimes for their favorite ones. But, um, but anyway, and so it's six, five minute chores. And so it's 30 minutes total. And I tell them you can do five minutes a day with Sunday off, or you can do them all at once. I don't really care. They just, by the end of the week need to be done. <laughs> if they do those, um, and then they have a daily chore also. So they have, there are six five minute chores and then they have a daily chore. My daughter's been emptying the dishwasher is her chore. Um, and my son's has always been taking out the trash. That's just, they both are good with those ones. And, yeah. and it's it just, it helps so much those little things. And then they also are responsible for their rooms and bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but that's the, the basics of it and their own laundry. They've been doing their own laundry for a long, long time. Like, um, since they were pretty young, they were responsible for their own laundry completely. 
Um, the only thing is when my daughter was really short, I had to reach in the washer to get, cause we have a top loader. Yeah. So I'd have to reach in to get the clothes out of the washer, but kids can do a lot of stuff. And if you're overwhelmed, you need to divide up the chores between your whole family. Yes. So for sure. I totally agree. Like absolutely agree. My kids same, like in our house, everybody's responsibility for their own stuff. Everybody's responsible for their own stuff. So your messes would be your your own bedroom, your bathroom, you know, whatever bathroom you use with whomever else. You're responsible for keeping that stuff clean. Um, you're always responsible for cleaning up your own area after you eat, um, your own dishes, rinsing your own dishes and putting them into the other sink. You're always responsible for that from the time they're little, they can do that. And then they have their own chores as well. My 11 year old, like my son used to want to do be the person who did the dishes. Um, so he did dishes for many years and then he switched. He does garbages now. He and my uh, middle daughter do the lawns. She also does the floors. And then my 11 year old does the dishes. She unloads the dishes. Um, and I'm telling you, like you said, like those little things, if I had to be in charge of every single thing, it, I don't, how would you get it all done? Like I would, you wouldn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about like trying to have our lives be peaceful and enjoyable. And I would not feel like my life was very peaceful if I had to do every single thing for every single person and nobody helped and nobody pitched in like that would not feel peaceful to me. And I wouldn't feel like I was you know, helping my kids to really learn and grow if they weren't having to be pitching in. And I mean, you know, I always think of it like if you're, if you're invested in something, you work hard to keep it up and to keep it clean and whatever, you know, you're not going to go around making a bunch of messes if you know, you have to be the one to clean it up. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, th I think it's super important. There was, I remember um, learning about, I think it was in Japan where okay. they, I don't know if it's all the schools or just like one particular school that the kids all, they don't have janitors at the school. Mm -hmm. All the classes and all the kids take time every day to clean up. And they say that the kids keep everything pristine. Like when, if they drop a paper, they pick it up. They don't, yes. there's no trash on the floor. Everybody's like responsible and the kids are so cute. The videos I saw, they're like cheerful and happy and doing their chores and like cleaning up and it, you know, and, oh, that's another thing is make chore time fun. Yeah. When my kids oh. were younger, they had their chore time with the music playing and we'd always mm -hmm. have like <laughs> tangled was the number one song because it was like doing the chore song, you know, I can't remember the name of that song, but that was the favorite, um, you know, but anyway, um, so have making it fun is good too. trying to help with that. Make it. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. Like oh, yeah. Race, I was going to say what yeah. I was going to, yeah. Races and stuff. Yeah. What I was going to say earlier is that if, if you don't, spend the time to figure out the chores and the kids chipping in. This is the kind of stuff that will burn you out and you'll end up putting your kids back in a public school situation. And if that's really not where you feel like your kids should be, then really work hard on setting up systems in your home to help so that it's not all on you. Um, that's really, yeah. really, really an important thing. Like divide it yeah, up. Totally agree. Totally agree. And I think too, that like, um, thinking about it, you know, people talk about homeschooling as if it has like the main part of it is curriculum or, you know, whatever. It really isn't. Homeschooling really is a, can be, I shouldn't say is, can be a, a very different way of life. It can be a way where you are collaborating as a family on everything you do. You know, everything everything is part of learning and part of life and it's part of how we teach our kids. And so doing that stuff all together and sitting down, like, you know, maybe you do feel really frustrated because you feel like you have a, you know, a lot on your plate right now or, you know, whatever, sitting down with your family and saying like, Hey, I'm struggling in this area as, as the mom right now, like what can we do as a family to pitch in and work on this? And I don't know how many times we've had somebody in our family, whether it's myself or my husband or my kids, or, you know, one of my kids having a struggle and we sit down and we talk about that and we say, like, things aren't really feeling very peaceful right now because this this situation has happened in our lives or whatever's going on. What can we do to all support, you know, this one person in particular, but really as a family pull together? And I mean, it 
if you have these kind of things in place and if you have, you know, ways for your family to really support each other and help each other and chores and food and all of that is such a huge part of, of you know, of being at home, like doing all that stuff together, like you really can build a life that is peaceful and enjoyable and that you're not like, oh my gosh, I have to put my kids in public school just so I can take care of our house or whatever. Um, one thing that I, I think that also should be stressed is have the kids pick their, having the kids picking their chores is yeah. a big deal because you will have more headbutting if they're not getting a choice. And it doesn't mean they always, you know, they don't, they always get their favorite chore to do, but having them pick and having choices is a really big deal. And if things are just really stressful with setting any of those things up, take, stop, take a minute and look at what you can do to shift it. Like don't, if something's not working and you're hitting walls, turn, like make a new, (laughs) you know, just shift it and, and make some new choices. Don't just keep doing the same thing over and over. If it's not working shift, there's a way to make it all work. And, you know, but sometimes you just got to, and flexibility is the biggest thing ever. Like being able to be flexible doesn't mean give up and not to do and not have the kids help with chores, but sometimes you have to shift around until you figure out the rhythm that works best for your family. For sure. That's good advice. That was my profound statement. It was very profound. I liked it a lot. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think that's about it for this week. Unless you have anything else profound to say. Um, (laughs) Okay. So as always, um, like us on Facebook or subscribe or share with your homeschool buddies. Um, What else? Review the podcast and rate it. Rate the yeah, stars on there. Put some stars yeah. on there. Give us some gold stars. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you ever have teachers put them on your forehead when you were little? No. Or is that just a. <laughs> Why would teachers put a star on your forehead? I don't know. Like if you're really good, you got a star in the middle of your forehead when I was no. little. And I'm like, oh, and I thought it was like normal and everybody did it, you know? And then I was like, I've never seen anybody else do that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Okay, so please like us with some stars. If you see us with a star on our forehead, you know why. Um, Anyway, and I think that's all. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening today. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, And we hope you have a great week. Bye.